I get there's a lot of controversy and a lot of people have opinions, but this weird fan narrative has emerged throughout the Auburn fan base. Let's address it. Well, Zach, I, I actually just finished crushing some chicken farm, and I am freaking ready to rock and roll. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby, and thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. Joining us, Justin Hokinson of On3AuburnLive.com. A lot of, uh, lot of speculation. Everybody's got an opinion about how the head coaching situation should be handled, Hoke. Fun time to cover this Auburn team, huh? Yes, yeah, it's, it's a great time to cover this Auburn team for sure. Yeah. So uh, it's weird. <clears throat> it, it is weird. And, and so this fan narrative that has emerged, right, over the last month, it was, okay, either bye week or the end of the season, right? Mm-hmm. That, that's pretty much what you saw all across the board. That was kind of the chatter in the corner message board at AuburnLive.com. And then Auburn loses to Ole Miss. Brian Harson survives. We are into the bye week now. And this narrative has emerged throughout the Auburn fan base, Hoke, saying, all right, well, I guess Auburn's keeping them, so we got to get behind them. And I'm fine. You can get behind whoever you want. I- I'm not criticizing that. But leading up to the bye week, Hoke, it was either bye week or end of the season. And now that we're past the, uh, the, the bye week, everyone's like, oh, I guess they're keeping them. That's, that's weird, right? Does that make sense to you? Um, no. I mean, what you're saying makes sense. The narrative sure. does not make sense. Right. Um, no. I mean, you know, the bye week was a possibility. Early on, I thought it was a possibility. And then before Georgia is when I changed my tune and said, hey, it looks like he's going to stay through the end of the year. And that's what's going on. Um, <clears throat> I still, I mean, I, I still, he's not going to be the coach next year. So, I mean, it's just, it's just a matter of timing. Um, there's a lot of stuff we don't know behind the scenes <clears throat> in terms of timing. I think fans are just looking at it from a perspective of, I mean, they're just sort of looking at it like, well, Nebraska fired their coach, Arizona State fired their coach, and Wisconsin fired their coach. Um, that doesn't mean Auburn has to. Um, you know, Auburn's the best job available or that will be available at this point. I don't know of another one that's going to come up. Like, so Auburn's not in a rush. They don't need to beat anybody to the punch right now. Money's not really different now or the end of the year. And there's other things like transfer portal. You got to think, I mean, think about LSU last year when they, um, when they made a change, they barely fielded a, a team for a bowl game. I mean, they got crushed. So if Auburn were to make a bowl game and you fired Harson now and you squeaked out a bowl game, how do you know that like 30 players don't transfer? How do you know Derek Hall or I mean, who, whoever? I'm just making Auburn won't be able to fill a team for a bowl if they somehow made one. Um, so. Because because of the assumption, if they moved on from Harson, everybody would yeah. enter the portal. Is, is yeah, that what you're you implying? Like, um, I think you have like 30 days. There's a period if a coach is fired, you can enter the portal. So if you fire Harson, um, guys could just enter the portal left and right if they want to. And then if somehow you made a bowl game, you'd be you know who knows what kind of team you. I mean, who would you send? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know is it, how much of that's a – that is one factor. I mean, that's one factor. I, you know, so there's just stuff going on that, you know, they're looking for an AD. So I, I don't know. I mean, it's just, uh, you know, I mean, the, to- the culture is not toxic inside the, the locker room. They're playing hard. 
you know. So, so just, you, you, you believe that because that's that's another narrative, right? That yeah. he's lost the team. That you know, ESPN loved that argument that was happening on the sideline. They really zoomed in on that between Tank and Robbie. It was good TV. It was. Good TV. It, it was. It was. Yeah, I had nothing wrong with like I don't. It was fine with me. It was good. No, TV. That happens. That happens with good teams. You know, like I, I, yeah. Remember Al, 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 a clip of Alabama, Ronnie Harrison, like about to beat somebody's ass on the sideline. No, it was, it was good TV, and it was also it was it was fine. I mean, to me, it shows that this team cares. And it's right. like, you can't say that this team doesn't care. I, I liked it. I, I kind of wish there was more of it. Yeah, it shows they care. Um, it's like I wrote about passion's good if, if it's directed in the right way. Yep. Um, it, it. It's good. Yeah, it's good if it if it goes the wrong way, you're like, hey, care less. But uh, it's, you know, they're, they're trying. Yeah, they're trying. I don't have a problem with. Um, yeah. with seeing that look if they were if they were tapped out that 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 game wouldn't have gone the way it did and they were 21 nothing I was like oh my gosh this I was looking up worst losses to Ole Miss ever and uh what was it were, do you remember uh 40 to 7 Gross. I think like like literally one of the first meetings ever it felt like uh, it was about to be a lot worse than that and then they, yeah, they well, turned around yeah Auburn's pretty much old owned them I mean it's like the worst is not terrible but um mm -hmm. yeah so I if they if they were tapped out or done they would have quit in that game. They, they wouldn't have come back from 21 down and especially running the football. Like it, that wouldn't have happened if they were checked out. Yep. I'm there with you. I'm there with you. Okay. So to the fan or just critic that is out there saying, okay, they're probably going to keep Brian Harson now. What do you say? I mean, do you just say that's bogus? Like that's just an ill found thought. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and there's, there's no, uh, there's, 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 I can't find one person that says he's coming back. There's no, there's no reason he's coming back. Coaching search. I mean, there's, there's, there's discussions happening in the background of what they're going to buy out, who they should go after. I mean, he's done. He's done. Hoke, what if? Let's just follow me here. What if? Done. Like you couldn't if you wanted to. If they just decided, hey, God, what if they went out? out? It's not going to happen. But what, what, what if they were to win out? What happens then? I don't even know what to say to that. I mean, okay. there's just there's like there's there's zero point zero percent chance of that happening. So yeah. it's I mean here here's the if they did that, um, I think he'd still probably be fired. Like you can't come back from this. You, you, yeah. you, you, you can't. You couldn't keep him and recruit. You couldn't keep. And if you kept him, let's just say like let's just play that game. They yeah. they win. They went out somehow for some reason. They're like let's, let's just keep him. Why in the world would he stay here? Uh, the next chance he gets at a decent job to go back out west or whatever, he's gone. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's and you're gonna have this strained relationship forever. I mean, it's 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 done. I mean, it's it's. I, done. I'm with you. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I I think not having a permanent AD in place impacts this. Hoke, I, I want to hear your thoughts on that and a potential timetable, maybe over the next few days, maybe the next week or so. Let's touch on that in just a moment. Right here on Locked on Auburn. I got to tell you about our friends at Sweat Block. Look, it's, well, actually, it's pretty cold uh, this week, which is nice, but it's going to get hot again. It's always hot in Alabama and Georgia, where a lot of you folks are listening. Um, there's a real Sweat Block customer named Chris. It sounds like he was sweating like crazy. It ruined a bunch of his shirts. He found Sweat Block, and he was able to, like, actually keep a shirt for longer than a, than a few months. There's a lot of people that deal with this. Sweatblock was created by a doctor, and it is doctor-recommended to help with excessive 
sweating. If you or someone you love is experiencing embarrassing sweater odor, try Sweatblock today. You can save 20% with promo code LOCKEDON at sweatblock.com. Also available on Amazon. Justin Hokinson of AuburnLive.com. Before we jump into AD stuff, Hoke, what are people missing out on if they are not subscribed and a member at AuburnLive.com? Everything, Zach. Everything. Every, I mean, everything. You're, you're just not going to know anything. Um, no. Um, I mean, obviously, we, we have a lot of great basketball and, and content coming now, football content. What you're really missing, man, is the discussions that happen behind the scenes. Our message board is awesome. There's a lot of discussions we have on our message board that don't happen on Twitter. I mean, you, you see links yeah. on Twitter, you a little bit of commentary from me, but um, the good stuff happens there. And mm -hmm. then, of course, if you're not there, you don't see premium articles, whether it's scoop from, you know, Jeffrey and Keith and Cole on recruiting or insiders from me and stuff like that. You, you know, you're not going to see that. Maybe you see it if it gets shared or screenshotted or whatever, but a lot of that discussion on the message board, you don't get. And so it's a good way to sort of conversate with, uh, your fellow Auburn fans and have your, have an opinion and uh, among other Auburn fans and, and get a little Intel while you're at it. Yep. When you guys put the site together at Auburn live, I canceled my other ones and, and I, I went all in on, on, um, on, on three. So be sure to do the same thing. It's worth it. It's absolutely Thank worth you. it. All Thank right. You. So the AD situation, first off, do you think Harson is fired? If there is a permanent AD in place, let's start there. What do you mean? Is he? Is he? If, is he if, if Auburn has a permanent AD in place, is he still currently the coach, or do they oh, still like towards the, end of the, the guy yeah. was still there? Oh, um, if they would have acted quicker, and I don't think that was their goal to act quick after the, Alan Green and Auburn split ways. It sounded like from the get go is going to be kind of a slower process, which is yeah, on whatever. But let's say that they would have moved quicker, and he's been in place for a few weeks now. Would he have made it past the Ole Miss weekend? Um, it, I would say if, if, if there was a different AD than Alan Green, if that whole situation was different and that sure. AD was still here, if, if, if the AD was here that like, let's say this would have been reversed and the AD didn't necessarily want Harson, but, but everybody that had power wanted Harson. like maybe if it's reversed, maybe the AD says, Hey, we got to make a change. But given the scenario, whether it was Alan Green or let's say it was another AD and that AD had made that hire, I, I think he'd still probably be here at okay. this point, you know? Probably, yeah. And then as far as timeline, when are you expecting this news to hit? AD news. Um, I mean, I've been telling our people that I thought this week we would know something. It's gone weirdly quiet since Monday. Um, and so I'm not sure what to make of that right now. I thought yeah. we potentially could have an, I said, I told our people possibly by Friday. I'm still thinking this week or next week. Um, but, but, but it's gone quiet the past couple of days. So I'm, I'm just not quite sure what to make of that. Um, I'm still, as of right now, I still feel like this week or maybe, maybe into next week, if, 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 not, if something, if we don't hear anything by the end of this week, then we're gonna have to reevaluate re something. But that was all the, all the chatter and, and what we were hearing was, was, you know, it was on, it was trending towards happening. Sure. The main name I keep hearing Hoke is Hartwell. The AD at Utah State uh, spent some time at Troy. He's a Mobile native, so there's some ties there. Would you be surprised if it wasn't him when it's all said and done? No, um, I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, I still think. Okay. Um, I still think. Yeah, John Hartwell, um, Rich McGlynn, who's the interim, David Benedict, who's at UConn, 
those are the three that I'm focused on. Um, I don't really know that I'd put anybody else in the mix. I mean, I think, I mean, there's different people that have been in the mix, but uh, Jared Binko's name has been tossed around, but I'm not sure. Who is Jared Binko? I haven't heard he's that the one. Georgia Southern AD. He, he's been at Auburn and Mississippi State in the past. Okay, um, gotcha. And so, but I, I'm focused on those three right now, Hartwell, McGlynn, and Benedict. I, I haven't, you know, I haven't had anything to tell me that Hartwell's not still the leader or the okay. odds-on favorite. I should say the odds-on favorite because I don't, I don't know the leader. I would just say based on things I've heard, I would make – if I were making the odds, I would make Hartwell the, the betting favorite. Sure. Those are kind of the three I'm at. And I would think the longer it goes on, it's probably good for Rich McGlynn. I mean, the longer this goes on, it's probably better for the guy that's the interim and has some support from well, bottom. Rich McGlynn. Me. Rich, Mc, Rich McGlynn, though, they would have to, like, change policy, university policy to promote him, right? Yeah. I don't think it'll be him. I just – He's got he's got support that, that I mean he he certainly wants the job and and so I don't know the longer it goes on it just makes me think he's he's still in the hunt to if if, if, if he wants the job I mean you you make it say he deserves it I mean I don't think Auburn has a tr a national championship in 2010 if it's not for him and uh, I mean obviously he was a big part of the getting guys eligible and all that for the Final Four run and stuff but the is there any concern about like a potential like awkward relationship if, if it's not him because you got to think he wants to stick around Auburn, right? Yeah, I don't think so. He does okay. want to stick around at Auburn. Um, and, and unless something else comes up, I, I think that's the plan. I would imagine, you know, I would imagine there's some kind of new title, new, new money, new role sort of for him. If he doesn't get the job um, that makes him content and, uh, and yeah, he likes Auburn. I mean, he likes being in Auburn, likes being around Auburn. So I, I don't think I don't think any awkwardness. I mean, I think if a new AD comes in, I think I mean Rich. Look, Rich really didn't report to Alan Green anyway. I mean, he kind of got elevated above that anyway. So sure. I, whatever the situation is, he won't. He won't. If he stayed, he wouldn't really report to the new AD as it was. He he probably would be, um, you know. So I don't think there'd be any awkwardness or anything. Yeah, I got you. All right, Hoke. I want to get your thoughts on what Auburn could do in the bye week to get better. And also, let's discuss where Auburn basketball is voted to finish in the SEC by the media at Media Days this week. Got to tell you about our friends at Bet Online. They are the number one source for all of your football betting info this season, as well as basketball just around the corner. The NBA heck started, what, two nights ago? So a lot of excitement there, a lot of energy at Bet Online. And also, we've talked about it before, much like that airport beer, that. Uh, playoff baseball, it just hits different. And so you can get in on all the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is where the game starts. Justin Hokinson of AuburnLive.com, our guest today. And Hoke, let's start. Uh, let's start with bye week stuff, then we'll, we'll move to basketball in just a moment. But anything you think this team needs to work on specifically during this time off before they host Arkansas next weekend? Um, specifically. Ooh. Um, how much time do we have? Um, <laughs> everything. I mean, uh, you yeah, know, that's kind of the issue, right? It's like nothing is specifically major you know, outside funny, of the O-line. Well, but. yeah. And what's, well, what's funny is you, I literally was thinking about this earlier today and I always, I always think about what to ask. What, what can we ask Brian Harson? Cause he's really good at giving these philosophical 
you know, general broad yeah. answers that like that you're like, whoa, that sounds good. And then you read it and you're like, he didn't say anything. So it's kind of a struggle. Like, hey, what can I ask him to where, like, how do I get an answer? How do I get? An right. Answer? And I thought about asking him just like, hey, at this point in the season, what are you happy with the team? Does? Like, what does the team do that makes you happy? And just see what his answer would be. Like, hey, what, what, what are the things? Not like, what do they do well? What so do they you, do? You, have, you haven't asked him that yet. No, I haven't. I thought about like, hey, what do they do that you're pleased with? And now he'll probably go, well, I think, look, any coach is just never pleased. I mean, every, nobody's, nobody's, no, no, nobody's ever happy. You know, we're always trying to improve. That's what he'll say. And you're like, okay, well, that's great. So to answer your question, uh, I think figure out what you did against Ole Miss running the football and see if that can be replicated. I mean, whether that was – was that just fluky based on what Ole Miss did? Did Jeremy well, I, I White think I think you can do it against Ole Miss or against Arkansas. What What now? I think you'll be able to run against Arkansas. Yeah, Arkansas's defense isn't very good. So Terrible. I think that's look. I mean, that's kind of the bright spot right now. Like, okay, we we finally had some some success, some good success running the ball. Yeah. How did that happen? Can we build on that? That's the best chance they got. Robbie's going to take a certain period period of time to develop, and it's not mm-hmm. going to happen this year. He, it's good that he's getting thrown in the fire right now, but you know all the issues that he's having. I was telling people that he was having in fall camp. I just I don't know how much people I couldn't I, I was like look he's very inaccurate I'm just telling you he he'll he'll get there but it's just not gonna happen this year the running he's game, actually been better passing than I thought he would be like based on what we saw in, in practice versus yeah, now flashes. like I, I think he's gotten better there's flashes of it he's his completion percentage is still poor but he'll make a throw and you'll go there it is yeah and then he'll make a throw and you're like dang you know like that Javaris Johnson I'm thinking third down. Behind mm-hmm. him, he's wide open, but then he'll throw a ball, and you're like, "That's more like it." Tamari Kelly, think about Amari Kelly on that slant route. Yeah, I um, also think he, I, I do think he's better than his completion percentage, though, right? Like, can we agree on that? Like, I, I think the scheme doesn't help him. The yeah. offensive line stinks. Like, he's not comfortable in the pocket at all. Yeah. Um, sometimes he leaves the pocket even when the pocket's clean. But like, can you blame him? <laughs> you know, it's yeah, kind of no. like the Bo Nix thing all over again. <clears throat> no, I can't. I, blame I, him really I, for he's better than his completion percentage. Is all I'm saying. Yeah. Well. To play devil's advocate, I would say it's just 47%. So, like, you know, you could make that argument and go, well, he's better than that. All right, let's, let's like say, say he's like a 55% passer. Like, it's still not great. The fumbles are really the only thing, though, that I put on him. You can't keep dropping the ball. Everything else, though, I don't really put on Robbie. It's a, it's a, it, he's not, he's just trying to, he's trying to figure it out out there and he's thrown into the fire. So, I don't really, yeah put anything on him other than him dropping the ball. That's on him. Like, dude, you got to hold on to the ball. But yeah, like running the, the football, can they build on that at all? If sure. they can figure – if there's something there that we don't know, if there's something there that they look at the film and go, hey, like Jeremiah Wright, I'm, I don't know. But he he seemed to play well. Did he play that well? Is that like – is he really – could he potentially be a guy that, that is more physical than the others? Like that's the only chance they have right now is did something click that they can build on? Yeah. Other than that, it's it's going to be tough. Yeah. Does part of you wish Brandon Council would have been at center all year? Or am I crazy for saying that? I I don't know. I don't I, I've never, I just think they're farther as a unit at this point. Well and maybe Tate gets better though if if he doesn't yeah, get hurt. You know? I like Tate Johnson. I think he'll be good. I just think he was maybe he was he was he was a little undersized so, now. So a struggle. I do like his mentality. I think a few games now with Brandon at the helm is is helped that cohesion mm-hmm. maybe now after four or five weeks or whatever. Um, and so I think going into Arkansas, you got a chance. 
Brandon's been at center now for a month plus, and um, Jeremy Wright's yeah. a big guy. Maybe you can push some people around, and and maybe you can maybe you can figure something out running the football again because um, right. that's really that's really the only consistent. Without the consistency, you're not going to beat Arkansas. You're not going to beat Bama. You're not going to beat Mississippi State. You might not beat Western Kentucky because they can score too. So you just got to figure out some consistency somehow, some way. All right, let's pivot to basketball for our final few minutes here, Hoke. The, the SEC preseason media poll is that. Let's run through the top five because I think that's where it's relevant for this podcast. Uh, one, Kentucky. Two, Arkansas. Three, Tennessee. Four, Auburn. And five, Alabama. I think that's pretty good. I think if you're Auburn and you lose Jabari and Walker, uh, you take that. You would take finishing fourth in the SEC going into the season. Yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with being predicted there. Um, mm-hmm. Kentucky's loaded, Arkansas loaded up, um, Tennessee's got you know got guys come back. You're losing Auburn. You're losing two first rounders, not just right. two first rounders, a six ten and a seven foot first rounder, like Ooh. impact guys on both sides of the ball that you cannot replace. You, you can't just turn around and replace Jabari or Walker. Um, you could maybe get another speed guard in there if you lost a guy, but you can't replace those two guys. So sure. being fourth is fine. Um, I think they're 15th in the AP poll. We talked to Bruce Pearl on Tuesday, and he said, hey, I'm just, we're not 15, and he didn't mean that in a good way. He's like, hey, we're nowhere close to that. They've got a long way to go to develop as a team and figure out kind of what they're going to be and what their strengths are going to be. But the pieces are there to have a really good team. I mean, I think defensively the, the pieces are still there. Janai Broom can can block shots at a high rate. Dylan Cardwell can block shots at a high rate. Um, so defensively, I think the pieces are still there to be good. It's offensively, okay, when you can't kick to Jabari on the on the on the elbow, what do you do? When Walker isn't just cleaning things up down low with ease, you know, where do, maybe where does some of those points come in? So it's figuring out kind of how to feed the ball to yeah. Janai. He's a really efficient scorer. He's one of the better low post guys that Auburn's had. He might be the best low post player Auburn's had under Pearl. Um, I don't think that's a stretch at all. It's probably true. Yeah, sure. So how do you mix him in and then also let Wendell and KD be Wendell and KD, and all, but also feed, you know, so the pieces are there. It's just going to take, I think, a little bit of time. What are you hearing timeline-wise about Chance Westry coming back from that surgery? Uh, probably three-ish weeks. I mean, I think three-ish weeks. So let's say he misses the first couple games, but then he's got to come back. He's got to re. He's got to get stamina back. Got to get mm-hmm. back in the flow. So, and the thing that Bruce mentioned that I didn't, I wasn't aware is even before the surgery, he was having pain and he was doing rehab while he was practicing. So, so he actually wasn't at a hundred percent before the surgery. Okay. So he, he missed some time there too. So. Bruce was like, hey, really, he's missed the fall. He's missed a little bit more time than just the time off from the surgery. He's missed some some practice time before that when he was kind of dealing with some pain. So I think it's going to take a little bit for him to get healthy, then get in there and get acclimated. So he's the kind of guy that I wouldn't – I'd start to see him look comfortable probably closer to SEC play, you know, get through get through the West Coast trip and then close to SEC play, and then then let's see kind of how he is comfort-wise, how he's how's he fitting in with KD and Wendell and Zepp, because he's a guard. He can play one, two, three, he can play any of that. And he, probably by the season's end, as good as Wendell Green is, at the end of the season, if Chance Westry's healthy from here on out, he, he could be Auburn's best guard. Sure. That good? Justin Hokinson, one more time, how can people uh, check out everything you guys have going on at Auburn Live? 
Yeah, man. AuburnLive.com. I think it's 50% off right now if you go subscribe. So they kind of do those. They run them and they pull them down so you never know. So go take advantage, especially right now with all the stuff going on. It'd be a good time to be in there and just kind of be in the know, at least kept up with sort of the vibe of what's going on. So AuburnLive.com, hit subscribe, annual, 50% off. That's it. That's it. I do it. It's worth it. It's worth it. Also, you can check out all of my written work at AuburnDaily.com. We'll be back tomorrow right here on Locked on Auburn.